Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another special episode of the Silly Marillion, a little type of episode we like to call The Eagles Are Coming, where uh, we, your usual co-hosts, uh, Paul and Tori, Hello. are often joined by the our local curmudgeon around town, Aaron, <laughs> um, <laughs> here, here to dump water on our wildest dreams and yes. bring us back to reality. You, you dig <laughs> me up from the mud that I live in and then drag me onto up, your podcast. We, yes. we open up the sarcophagus. Yes. And Aaron, it's time. Perform, yeah. And perform the usual blood ritual to resurrect Aaron once more. <laughs> they, are, they are not immortal. They, con- they keep dying. Like the green man of old, they continue yes. to die and we bring them back in a yes. cycle of resurrection against their will. As insists on cutting off my head every single goddamn time. Vampire Aaron. <laughs> yes. With that, without a beating heart that I am, uh, I'm slowly warming to the show. Yeah, it, I think that was my favorite from last yep. week. <laughs> Yes. It's... Wow. My my feelings. My feelings on this show are more numerous than the stars. I would say a galaxy of emotion. You might you might say if you were poetic. Um, oh it's... goodness. This uh... is all. So, Aaron, thanks for joining us again. Thank you so very much. <laughs> you, you don't I'm... have a choice at this point. I don't, but I'm happy to be here. You. I'm amazed you still keep inviting me back. Considering last time, I swear I insulted at least five separate different like classes of people. There were Catholics, there were <laughs> Sauron fuckers, like I like and and listen, as I said, Tori and Tori and Paul are nice. All of the things I say are just what I'm saying because they dug me out of the mud and now I'm here to make your lives hell. Um, what was but... that disclaimer? All of the views of our guests are their own. They do not represent as this as, podcast as, as a whole. As soon as Aaron brought up the fellowship of the fans, I'm like, okay, well let's go. Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, fellowship of the fans the also. <laughs> <laughs> forgot that. But I'm like sorry. Exactly. Uh Aaron is our wartime correspondent that we keep bringing mm-hmm. back, uh, specifically for their own uh, yes. uh, s- special set of skills, a skill that makes them a nightmare for a person like you. Mm. Um, but yes. for those of you who might not know, who have been living under a rock... <laughs> if you haven't opened Twitter in the last 24 <laughs> hours... Yeah. For those of you who have been blissfully living the same life that you have <laughs> since Friday, uh, Saturday, or whenever, uh, it is currently Valentine's Day. Happy the day Valentine's after the Super Day, Bowl. y'all! Happy Valentine's Day, everybody! <laughs> yes, and as a little little Valentine's gift, the evil mega corporation Amazon mm. has uh, dropped this some this pile Forget of something your lover, on us. Focus on us. Mm. And yes. so. We now have a teaser trailer for the show, The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. It truly was and a teaser trailer. They didn't tell us oh. much. They showed they showed a lot. I actually had to watch they it did. again in like half speed because I was like, oh, yes. that, we'll get there, we'll mm-hmm. get there. All right. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I will say like, this is like actually a, a, a teaser trailer in which I'm because you know trailers these days they give away often a lot yes like too much yeah they do this infuriatingly broke that trend by it giving did. us nothing fucking of Christmas. like what the plot is going to be <laughs> and then like it's like a bunch of uh 
Oh, it's like a, it's like a so like there's like a Russian film theory of like flashing images and then yes. showing someone's face and then connecting yes. that emotion with the images. It was like a weird nerd version of that for me, where I was like, ah, oh, like a roller coaster of emotion looking at all these flashes. That summarized it so well. We eyes. could we could end the recording right here. It's like that's our response. That's our response. We don't need yeah. Nobody else needs to know what we're, what we're thinking. But uh, yeah, we are going to uh, quickly watch through the uh, trailer at full at, at full speed, at ludicrous yes. speed. And then um, at half speed with a lot of pausing. Is that how we're going to? And then uh, I think we'll watch, it, we'll watch it again in which like I'll go in at like quarter speed. Yes. And then we'll pause continuously Sounds to talk good. about various Sounds good. elements. So, uh, so if you, if you want to watch it with us and see our responses, yes. give them a little countdown for that, Paul. Yes. Three, two, one. I'm just going to scream the whole time. Oh. Chips! Oh. Oh. The boats. My numenor. Paul is turned on. <laughs> moose. Got the moose men. <laughs> Puck from yes. a Midsummer Night's Dream. Before the king. That's still annoying. Yes! <laughs> Aaron hates yes. that phrase. <laughs> like Look at her! Which one? Oh, she is This good, guy! Though. This guy! I love him! Yeah. Oh, I, I never realized he's saving he someone. He's saving someone There was someone there? Yeah. I didn't notice that yeah, either. Yeah, there was someone on oh, the floor next to him. I just got chills again. I will say, seeing Galadriel ride at full. This boy tell- band. Disa is still just so. Ugh. Ugh, they yeah. have to end it. They have to fucking end it there with Gandalf, the bastard. <laughs> that 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 little Amazon grin is me <laughs> looking at Aaron it's so with that ending. Now. <laughs> <laughs> it really. Oh gosh. I just really got is. chills all over again. So it's... who? Wow. Who? There's... So much. So, okay. Fra- frame by frame? Frame by frame, yes. Oh, I have, oh. in fact... Um, we need to spot pause right here. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep. Amazon so, smile under a bridge. Yeah, so the this... Now, initially, my initial reaction to seeing Numenor for the first time was a, a mild disappointment. I think that was more to do with like the, the initial like flash image of it, which was very yeah. pale, very lots of... Looking at it more in more detail, a lot of the Especially actual... Especially this like, bridge... Especially the bridge and actually on the houses as well. There is a lot of mosaic type painted on detail, which is very exciting to me. Mm. And just in this first like initial shot, these two statues, which are essentially of like semi-nude men, they have like loincloths around their waists, but they're it's got like that sexy classical Greek vibe of what am I hiding under here? (laughs) They also have like this very classical Greek stuff of like incredibly uh, detailed like musculature kind of stuff that they're doing. Yeah. And they're holding up something that we never get to see. But very unique as a concept that uh, also just also as well the patterning behind them i've recently figured it out the yes. patterning that you kind of see right behind them is a is a kind of um uh uh like repeated pattern of i think the star the 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 sun i think the central image oh. the central image with like oh, yeah. the circle that is the sun and then mm. the bits around them are 
flowers of Nimloth, I imagine. So, yeah. which is a perfect design, and I'm and very excited about it. <laughs> far away from far away, it does also kind of look like with the patterning. It reminds me of uh, it's a mosque. Um, uh, in Allah, in, uh, in Al- Spain. Um, yes, the Allah. It's, uh, Alham- is it Alhambra? Something like that. Yes, it's. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I, I think I, it's I in Granada or something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it gives a... me those kind of vibes, mm. and then, of course, we pan up and the sun. see sun again. the sun. Mm-hmm. Also, and Prime this, Video. This <laughs> double mast for the ships. Yeah, the double mast of fucking. Oh, and then like the gorgeous. like say the, like the fucking masts uh, at the prow as well. Yep. Or, uh, I have. Sails, I, I have I haven't sat on a ship long enough to remember what they're called, but like the the whole like the whole like design of the ships is so intricate and interesting and unique, and the, they painted them beautiful blues as well, and very yeah. very evocative of both Egyptian style ships uh, and uh, and Greek tremines. So cool. Also, the people yeah. on this bridge are all dressed in so many cool different colors, and I'm yes. very excited about it. Very uni- lots of unique uh, this dresses. Guy... This guy here almost kind of gives me like Corsair vibes. The little guy Very, in red. yes. Which is good. Like they, they he sh- there should be some some connection between Corsair styles and uh, and the Numenor styles. Still haven't yes. seen anybody with the pointy, spiky helmet. Um, with the round uh, 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 shell helmets. But oh, I didn't realize time. we got like a bridge over here. God, it's yeah, we so have a, this, this is a far, this is a lighthouse. Uh, far they have right a lighthouse side. on top of this. Uh, on top of this. Uh, which is so cool. I love it. Now, is there anywhere in real life that looks like this? Because I want to go right now. Yeah, I mean, that's where we're on a honeymoon the... to Numenor. <laughs> um... <laughs> well, like this, this kind of inbuilt into the rock, um, kind of uh, effect is known in a lot of different from from all across the Mediterranean as like far the as Greek I'm aware. islands and yeah, stuff. Greek yeah, Greek islands, Italy. It's it's and. That is very correct for the kind of culture, like, and especially looking at it, it 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 almost looks like it could be any island in the Greek kind of archipelago. So, and I believe I saw like a leak of one of their filming ro- locations was on the southern coast of Spain. Mm, yeah, which uh, makes perfect sense. So yeah. this, like, and this, like, especially this area, gives very like southern Spain vibes, mm, like off very the coast. very. It's Especially the tree, like all gorgeous. the trees, the shrubs. It's beautiful. Uh, yeah, like the, the kind of like scrub look of the trees. The the statue that they have here, I am a little less disappointed in it than when I first saw it. I still think <laughs> it is oddly blocky. It's oddly like it's oddly like chiseled in a kind of quite blocky manner. And also the thing that he the things that he's wearing, like he's wearing like a gambeson, which is odd for. Like, like we're looking around. We're looking around here. It's you know, it's evocative of Spain. Yes, Greece. Yes, the sword he's carrying and the gam- and the things he's wearing, they're all kind of pretty northern European feel. Like he's just wearing. He's just got a normal long sword on him. Um, so I- I'm still disappointed with the big, big, big statue, which I assume mm-hmm. must be Elros. Because the other thing is that Elros was never cons- mm-hmm. like like he's not remembered as a warrior with a sword. He's remembered as a a good king who led everybody to Numenor and then lived for 400 years and ruled really well all that time. It was time. just a fashion so, statement. It is a, just a fashion statement, but I, I, I question that Numenor would use swords as fashion statements at this point, because again, with all of the timeline stuff that they have confirmed, they are con- contracting the timeline immensely. Um, 
Numenor hasn't been to war yet. Like, none of them, like, or at least they shouldn't have been unless they decide to change that as well. Numenor has never had a war up until this point. Mm. So, um... Maybe he just likes yeah. pointy things. Which Maybe I know might be incorrect, well. but... <laughs> I also think, like, the way the sword is designed, it look like, the way I look at it, I, I almost feel like... Because you have, like, that part where it narrows just before the hilt. Yes. Which means, like, that would be like almost kind of like a very brittle place yes, to put. Yes, it's a bad sword. Unless it was elvish craft. Unless it was elvish craft or dwarven craft of some uh. kind. But like, I'd say like that sword is almost like kind of like a symbol of like, oh, he was also kind of granted this like leadership mm. by like the Noldor or. Yeah a higher power, like the Lords of the West or something. And like maybe I... he's like the only king of Numenor depicted with a sword because he was like the first. Hmm. I am very enamored just now of these of these aqueducts that they have on the side. Like they they I know, huge. right? They're beautiful actually. Yeah, they they and they kind of run all the way through the rock, out the other side, and then up into the city above. Like this whole yeah. city is so has such verticality to it, which is gorgeous and i love it so much and they've got kind of a, a scaffolding around one of them so it's like actively being repaired yeah uh, or they I just didn't to, finish was... it in time for the trailer mm, to be yeah, filmed all, all the tra- yeah they just didn't finish it in time for the dress <laughs> i i i have <laughs> to design. say i i i have gone i have gone from i've gone from very disappointed to oh that's numenor <laughs> look at that y'all that's look at my, that character name. development in aaron <laughs> Yes, I've I've developed, yes, intensely. Uh, I, for a second, first looking at this uh, picture of the statue, if you ignore the hand here and actually Mm. look up here, it looks like he's leaning against the rock It does, it's true, yes. And then you notice his other hand and you're like, wait, what the? you said sword, and I was like, oh, he's holding a sword. (laughs) That's where his other arm was. Mm. Yes. No, I no, it's true. I, that would have been that would have been quite cool. Actually, I would have liked to see him like casually leaning. A more nonchalant, <laughs> yeah, leaning against Elrond. City. <laughs> I'm not yeah. sure. I'm not sure how much how much I'm into this mountain in the background, which I assume must be Meneltama. Um, it must. It must be because there's it one be. big peak. Yeah, and we're also looking at this towards the center of the of the island. I have to assume so. Yeah, but. But it's quite it's quite jagged to be Meneltama. Like Meneltama is I, I always imagined it as a far more gradual slope up to the top, whereas this is And like plateaued. This, yeah, this looks more like like just like stereotypical uh, mountains. Yeah. yeah. Um but I'm I'm okay or with like, it. Or like or like Erebor, like Yeah, exactly. Like mm. But I'm. I admit. I admit that after seeing it's all of this, like this beautiful, like all, I'm just. I'm. I'm buzzing a little bit with excitement just to see. Like no matter what they do with the actual canon of stuff, I'm actually very much buzzing to see just life in Numenor and people having like people having scenes in this town, in this city, and yes, they're moving gorgeous. through the city. Um, it's, yes. it's what Aaron's <laughs> wanted all along. <laughs> yes. Well, um, it's at least it's at least a little bit 
it's, or aligned it's, with what of, Aaron wanted. Yeah, say. it's it's kind of acknowledging that that like Numenorian and then so Gondor architecture would be far more interesting and elaborate and lived Peter. in and Peter Jack. Yes, sorry, P- uh, Peter. <laughs> far more interesting. Far more lived in. Far more like joyful and ah. Oh, mm, eh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Gremlin <laughs> All right, moving on. Oh man. Uh, on, we yes. have oh, these these uh, moose stereotypical boys? sweeping vista shot, mm. which is still uh, gorgeous. Which you know, if Peter Jackson does one thing great, it's sweeping vista shots. <laughs> yes. Um, but this isn't Peter Jackson. This so isn't it is Peter also Jackson. A, it is also a callback to this. Like this could yeah. be a, any of Peter Jackson's uh, like uh, this gives like shots. Yeah, this gives like fellowship Pulls walking, here. like the ring yeah. goes south kind of vibes. Of, exactly. Like, walking yeah. up along a ridge. Uh, we still know nothing about well, these hunter guys. Like, so, is, well, is that we, an we outfit? Actually... Is that something they're wearing? Or are they like creatures and that's yeah. actually their... So, uh, what we have been told, because there was a recent, uh, another Vanity Fair article came out after the last one uh, about the trailer specifically. And it, and they are called men. They're called human men. They are human hunter gatherers. So mm. the so these antlers on their backs are just things that they're taking back to a home. We assume that they're going to then use for various horn is very useful to yeah. in various tools and whatever. Admittedly, they again they are very large antlers. The the antlers are massive, um, but that is also perfectly fine because a lot of Middle Earth fauna is megafauna like. The yeah. olifants are fucking massive. You have the kind of a raw, which are meant to be aurochs, type of ancient prehistoric cow, and all of that. So it it that it, having a having some of the giant Irish elk living somewhere around Middle Earth is perfectly reasonable to as a as, a, as an idea for uh for for a show. And I quite like it as well. Actually, it's quite nice to kind of lean into the idea that. Middle Earth is kind of still a, almost a prehistoric landscape, despite having humans and elves and stuff mm. in it. I I quite like that. The fell beasts are supposed to be uh, evocative of yeah pterosaurs, like like the like like all this idea of, of the fell beasts looking like uh, dragons is a little bit erroneous. They are supposed to look like pterodactyls or pterosaurs or <laughs> and uh, and uh, and so yeah, it's a kind of a prehistoric landscape. Uh, which I, I really do quite like. It's an interesting it's an interesting fantasy situation yeah. to put in. But anyway, this forest uh is quite interesting too because like the landscape is very odd. It like the forest is just cupped in this river valley. And towards With, like, the highlands on the side. Yeah, towards the towards the distance you see some mountains. Can't tell what mountains they are. Could be any of the five. Um and so there's there's not much to tell. There's just a lot of excitement about these this sweeping river valley and stuff. I have I have a theory that I mean because of the way that the two scenes are back to back. I have a theory that this is where we're going to be meeting the hobbits in, and because of a later scene. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, moving on from there, we have yep. Puck from Midsummer Night's Dream. Puck from Midsummer Night's Dream. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, is this so... supposed to be a hobbit? Yeah, yeah, Hobbit Girl. Uh, with uh, shit in her hair. Yeah. For yeah. <laughs> when I first <laughs> saw it, it I reminded mean... me of that that show that was it also on Amazon Sweet Tooth with the like Oh on Netflix. Half creature, with, uh, yeah. 
with the boy with the uh, oh. with the horns. Yep. Stuff about At that, first, yeah. when I saw this, yeah. I was like, "Wait, is this mm. <laughs> what shows us?" No, <laughs> no, no. She just kind of put twigs in her hair, um, and and acorns. And a feather. <laughs> and then, it looks like right and a feather. Yeah, it's like I'm not I'm not super into that, uh, admittedly. So again, the Vanity Fair article also said that this character, her name is Eleanor Nori Brandyfoot. Wait, now, say the name one more time. Christ. Say it one more time. Eleanor. So Eleanor, and then Nori is in like inverted commas. A nickname. Yeah. Nickname. Brandyfoot is her name apparently. Oh. So the name I have a lot to say about. So so just to start off, none of the names that you get in the Lord of the Rings are are their actual names. They are anglicized versions of their real names. So uh, you know, you, you've got um. Mary actually being called Callimac and Pippin is called something else. I can't quite remember just yet. Uh, uh, isn't like uh, Frodo like Magumba or something? <laughs> Malga. Malga. He's yeah, Malga or something like that. Magumba uh, sounds Bill... like a Mario villain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so so it so Eleanor and Eleanor is the name of a of of, an, of a Hobbit. There is a Hobbit that's called Eleanor at some point. In like Lord of the Rings uh, canon, it's but Sam, it's Sam's daughter. Sam's daughter, that's it. He names so... her Eleanor after the Elvish flower. Yeah, he hmm. sees in Lothlorien. So, like, just to start off with, like, this is thousands of years before the hobbits have even settled yet. So, I I want to ask questions. I want to ask why are they still using the same anglicized names? Why not use? The why not use Western names and therefore Conlang Western for me? God damn it! Why not? <laughs> why not? Like why? Why do they have surnames? Um, what is going on here? The only one I don't have a problem with is the Nori one, which you know is evocative of Nori the dwarf. But Harfoots are known to have had dealings with dwarves during this time. It's not unusual for them to have. You know, and Nori isn't necessarily them. a dwarvish name. It, it, yeah, Nori is also yeah fully not a not, name. Anyway. Yeah, it's not Kuzdul, yeah. so it's obvious. It's probably just like taken from Northmen. There are probably plenty of Northmen named Nori. Exactly. And the last thing I would say is Brandyfoot. The only reason Mary is called Brandy Buck is because he lives next to the Brandywine, Brandywine. River, which they yeah. haven't arrived at yet. And also, are, are these are they making brandy? Like, do they know what color brandy is? Have they made beer yet? I have. I have questions. Aaron has questions. I have questions. I don't have uh, the answers. But no, <laughs> nobody does except those bastards at Amazon who won't tell me anything. Um, <laughs> but aside from that, <laughs> aside like, from that, yeah. So we have the, a little hobbit, a little Nori hobbit. We have a little hobbit. I really like her. I really like the um, the the lantern in the back. It's kind of a woven wicker lantern, which I like. Also, right next to her on the kind of uh, left side of the screen. I actually think this is a woven wicker-like sleeping pod because if you go back, it looks like it has a little bit of a, a kind of uplift. So oh, yeah. I hmm. think maybe that's like a like a little elven, like a little hobbitish sleeping pod or something. Like a legit nap. pre-hobbit hole. It's literally hobbit just a nest. hole. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> a hobbit nest. Yes. <laughs> Where we lay our so... hobbit eggs. Mm. <laughs> and hatch our <laughs> hobbit offspring. Have oh, hatch the hobbitlings. Alright, uh, she's like smiling and then it's mm. like, I can feel it or something. Before the yeah. king. And then before and then the, the thing king. That annoys me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
uh, we get a... Okay, so... I'm definitely... So this little shot of, like, the waterfall and, like, mm. this very, like, rocky, frozen area. A lot of people yeah. are saying... Because uh, I feel like this is connected to a scene that comes immediately after this of, like, yes. Galadriel climbing a mountain. Mm. A lot of people are saying, oh, it's Galadriel back when the Noldor were crossing the Hel Karakse yeah, in the first but... stage. It's like, there's too much rock here. Like, the Hell Karakse is literally all, like, frozen sea, like, sea ice, basically. I was just proud that I knew what the Hell Karakse was. Throwback to our <laughs> iced coffee shop in Yes, our iced like, coffee shop. Yeah. Or something. The Hell Karakse. Um, so, the, the again, I'm going to be referencing the Vanity Fair article a, a fair bit, because yeah. they did tell us quite a bit. But I would say, take everything that they say with a pinch of salt, because I'm not entirely sure if these are... Like, they, they are never clear about whether these things that they're saying are their own suppositions or are things that they've just been told by yeah. um, by by the showrunners. But what they said is this is the Forodwaith. And the Forodwaith is essentially just the, the, the snowy wastes north of the Iron Hills and Erebor and that kind of thing. And so we know she's... very little about them. Know very little about them. There are dragons here. Yes. <laughs> That's so all we know cool. about this place. There are, there are dragons here. And any, um, like remnants of Sauron's old uh sorry Morgoth's old forces would mm. have congregated here. Oh. Yes. It's a, it's a in good the wilds. Yeah. So, I'm actually very interested. Now that now I I didn't actually know this was the Forod Wraith. Uh and now knowing cuz like the Forod Wraith is like even in like maps of like the early first stage is like blank cuz no one goes yep. there. It's just frozen no wastelands. Mhm. And it'd be interesting, like, of having, like, the elves be like, we're out of our depth here, because no elf has mm. ever really gone this way. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I think I it's mean, very I, interesting. I like the idea of using it as a, as, a, as a place. And this is a very beautiful CGI waterfall. Then we have Galadriel in her armor, using her dagger She's... to kind of climb up the mountain you see some of his her like uh companions down here below yes she's being followed by i think at least three possibly four elves uh mm -hmm. are following her mm. uh she's using the dagger the 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 laurelin telperian dagger to climb this uh this ice thing i would have hoped that galadriel would have had a little bit more um what's the word foresight that if she was going to be climbing some ice Get some ice shoes. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. Kellerbrinbrook can make some ice shoes. Like, come on, <laughs> it can't be that hard to put spikes on boots. Um, but but apparently she didn't want to do that. But <laughs> who knows? Maybe maybe what we're seeing is like they just got thrown off the fucking cliff by some monster or something, and sh they've just grappled onto the side barely. Potentially, it's a hot shot. Mm. Good shot. It is. It's a it's a good shot. Looks I past like, the camera. I like snow. Yeah, she's looking up. There's a. Something. We had a lot of complaints from our resident armor specialist about the fact that she has, like, broken chain mail across the top of her head and how that's just useless. And why would you have. Why would you do that? Yeah. So I feel like I have to say that, but uh, also, um, the it's fantasy dumb, chum, dumb shit. Yeah. <laughs> fantasy dumb shit. We, 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 uh, we can, we can let it go, I suppose. Uh,. We then have the shot of, like, this raft in, like, a very stormy sea. Mm. Uh, Halbrand, the human yeah, that this... we heard about. Yeah, mm. this is Halbrand. He's got a chest with him. I'm very interested in the chest. Yes. What's, what's in the box? What's in the what's box? What's in the box? 
Then we have uh, Ishmael Cruz Cordova, or uh, As... what, what, did they give him an actual name yet? Aaron Aaron Deer is his Aaron name. Aaron Deer. Aaron Deer. Yes. So and yeah, he is. You're right. I, yeah, I there's a guy right here. He's, he's saving somebody. So like, there's an arrow that's about to hit him, and he just grabs it out of thin so air. So badass. It is so badass, and he does it so gracefully too. Like, like yeah. it's really pretty. He, Got like, you. And then just turns around and shoots it back. That's like yeah. a nat twenty in D anD. D. It really is. Or you're a, or you're a monk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's monk ability in D anD. D. Fucking monks, Jesus. Uh, uh, yeah. So he's, he's, cool. He does look good. Pulls, I'm really happy. About pulls it. a Legolas maneuver from the Peter Jackson films while looking better than Legolas. <laughs> mm. Well, but again, like this isn't even a Legolas move. Like Legolas move is like, uh, like, like True. the like to at surf the point down where the he is, stairway. yeah. Well, but at the point at where he is like literally defying gravity and bouncing off of already falling debris, that is where I draw the line. Everything <laughs> below that, I'm actually. We haven't gotten to that. My... Tori hasn't seen the Hobbit movies yet. Oh, well then. <laughs> Never mind. Something yeah, to look out for. Okay. Yeah, he surfs down a trunk or something. More legless parkour. Great. <laughs> mm, it's not great. Um, but <laughs> uh, I love him, though. I love this elf. He is so cool. I'm super into the elf. I have more to say because he has another scene in a little bit. Um, uh, he but, does? Uh, yeah, no, it's good. These, these scenes went so fast. There are some quick flashes. Oh, yeah, there are nineteen okay. the scenes in this. Oh god, <laughs> there are nine, I've counted. Before the ring, of them. Before the ring, that one is true. So now the comet. Comet. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Didn't you say something uh, yeah, about the Aaron's... comet before, Paul? Or was it when we were reading through the the Silmarillion? Yeah. And I was like, I this I... sounds insane. <laughs> Yes. Well, yes. This is the we 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 talked about this and the and the um the the poster discussion. This is well. So, firstly, what I like like we'll get we'll actually get to it a little bit. He there's a, there's another scene that's probably better to talk about it. But but just for this one, so it's a comment. It's passing over the sky now. Directly after this shot, we see Gil Gallad and he's looking up and he and we it, the, the assumption is kind of that he was watching the comet. But this shot. The trees around it do not look like the trees around where Gilgalad's supposed to be. They're quite yeah. twisted. Some of them are broken off. I would say that this is actually a hobbit's perspective. Oh. This is them in their hobbitish tree hobbit nest, and so they're going to be like in their hobbit nest, yes, <laughs> with their with their bobbits and uh, and their hobbit eggs. And like um. this would be like actually, it looks like the kind of place hobbits might be hiding. Exactly. Uh, it, the very kind of like almost like a primeval forest kind of look. Exactly. It kind of looks swampy. Yeah. It's it's actually quite cool. I do like it a lot. It's a Ooh. cool uh, cool visual. I wonder if because uh, you mentioned like uh, going back to the idea of that one Hobbit girl being in like this woven uh, thing. Mm-hmm. You think we might have kind of like Marish vibes of like Hobbits living on like Ooh. little woven rafts on top of yes. the water. Ooh. Oh, I hope so. I love that. Get, get, uh, get like the Gollum River people kind of vibe. Yeah, a bit more like Gollum River people st- stuff. Yeah. Ooh, good. Yes. Ooh, good. Tasty. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, Comet tasty. flying over. Uh, we got Gilgalad, the High King. Is he mm-hmm. an elf? Yes. Okay. He elf. Uh, now. Uh, Gilgalad. <laughs> so, 
I have I have come around to the casting for Gil Gallard. I I have come around to it uh, just simply because it's kind of it's like he's got quite a quite a he's got a long neck. He's got quite a boxy face, and it's he's got quite interesting eyes. He's got an interesting gaze. So I'm actually kind of for it now. Just like a, a kind of different way of envisioning elves. He's a bit more broad as well. That like there's more there's more personality to him. Let's say than yeah. most of the Peter Jackson elves, bar perhaps Elrond. But um, but the the like he's standing on this stone dais which we then see a little while, a little later we're pretty sure and he's kind of surrounded by these golden leaves which and water me and Kaz will argue about in a bit <laughs> me and Kaz will have it out in a bit can't wait but his <laughs> yeah his uh his he is wearing he's wearing like this I can't quite I mean is it a is it a breastplate that he's it wearing? It looks this... like cuz there's like a fucking like cu- so like a cuirass or what they call it. Yeah. Like right up around his neck. It almost looks like there's mm, armoring right there. But yeah. like this it's like a mix of like metal but also maybe it's just very shiny like uh mm. material he's wearing. Yeah. Uh I mean it, it's, it could be it's, like it's an odd just like a uh, fashion choice made by the elves because yeah. like he's wearing like a robe over it yeah i mean again he's this is i mean this is no noldor fashion i have yeah. nothing against this like just covering yourself in gold i have ab- i have absolutely nothing against this i actually quite at this point i quite like the look of gilgalad he could have been far worse and uh and uh there's there's a lot there's a lot in 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 here that's going on here which is great also apparently he has more runes that there's like more runes going down these cross like belts that are across his Ooh. chest apparently but we don't have big enough images to look at these anymore so we can't necessarily tell if they're what type of what what they're actually saying but um that's gonna be no, my Aaron very my cool. Aaron soundbite it could have been far worse <laughs> it could have been it could have been a lot worse <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've, I actually do enjoy like the skill Galad look because mm. it's nobility without hotness. Mm. If yes. I can say that, <laughs> yes. like I'm not, I'm not drawn to him, but yeah. I am like, oh, he kind of has like this regal bearing still. Yeah. That's a king. Yeah, like, it's a, it's a king. Mm. Uh, he's looking up. Looking concerned. This is surrounded by water. Uh, we got Galadriel, got Galadriel on a horse on a going horse. full tilt. Hell yeah. Mountains that, again, we cannot necessarily identify about which mountain range it is. However, mm. with the way, with the with the landscape that she's charging through, it looks kind of like Peter Jackson's Rohan. Not the real Rohan, but Peter Jackson's Rohan. Peter Jackson's <laughs> Could... Rohan, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd also maybe say, like, mm. the Blue Mountains, and, like, this is, like, the, like east of the blue mountains it could be it's quite it's quite plain it's quite plainsy for for east of the east of the blue mountains i always imagine that to be a kind of more like the tower treed, hills yeah tower hills kind of treed area but it's it it also could be but uh, my my main thing is for saying that those could be the white mountains that she's riding along mm. um, but no i mean could it's be. hard to tell couldn't couldn't say uh she and is. It have... is non-canon, admittedly, because she's riding with a saddle. Uh, True. <laughs> yeah. Fundamentally, uh, but also that. But I, admittedly, I can I can get over that because the saddle is very ornate, and I quite like that. Uh, it's quite interestingly uh, patterned and stuff. But, and so... is she riding with other elves or are these? Yeah. Human, she's riding with. I am going to assume they're other elves, just simply because of the like the similar like. 
uh, clothes that they have on, like despite the different color, they seem to have similar type of. The horses well, are dressed actually, the same. Yeah, the horses are dressed the same. Or they could actually they could mean Numenorians. Actually, now I think about it, because wait, okay, I just saw. <laughs> look at that helmet. Look at that helmet right there. You get a helmet uh, right behind here. You see this helmet here. Can't see your like, mouse. You're pointing at something. I can't can't see your mouse, my love. Oh, uh, behind <laughs> the horse's head. Cannot. Just behind the horse's head. Oh. Oh. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's hard to tell. It's it is a blur. I mean, I guess it's like playing Where's Waldo. Yeah. I... Yeah. Okay. Like right there. Okay. <laughs> Pointy helmet. That feels uh... more human in that it's a pointed helmet. I am. I am. I'm going to admit to still being very confused about where you're pointing. At. Uh, I... All right. So right behind the black horse's helm, like head. To the left. Yeah, the head. Which side of it? To uh, the left. To the okay. left. Behind its mane. In front of behind, the spear. Right behind the armor on it. Are you sure that's a helmet and not? It's can a you guy. Play yeah. It so I it's can a... kind of. Yeah. Oh, see? I see. Yes. Okay. That's for yes, like it, a split yes, actually, that second. does. <laughs> Now, it's God, like we're going actually... through the fucking like JFK mm. film. Like you see, frame by frame, it, uh, one yeah. bullet, no. one bullet couldn't I... <laughs> do all that. It, it was a second shooter. <laughs> I do see exactly what you're saying. It's actually worrying me because that looks a lot like a Roheric helmet. I was about to um... say it reminds me of fucking Aomir's mm. helmet from fucking. Yeah, fully does. And That's... do we know is Halbrand from Numenor? <laughs> Halbrand. Uh, so Halbrand. Okay, because we know he I, has I, that. I he's the guy with the horse blade. Well, the thing is that Halbrand, I think, is from Numenor simply because um, the belt that he has is the same belt as Arpharazon, known right. now to be Arpharazon, and he also has the same under, like, uh, like under armor um, that Elendil has uh, on his poster. So my assumption is he is Numenorian, but uh, we can't tell. And Halbrand is definitely not a Numenorian name, so yeah. he, it's either a, an alias he has taken. Uh, or is, yeah, something else. But, right. uh, very uh, concerned. I, now I'm concerned. Then we have one of, what we assume, Galadriel's <sighs> companions. One I mean, face-to-face with yeah. this boy. A, a bearded, oh, like, a troll. We're him. thinking it's like a troll, like an ice it's troll. It's a oh very old troll. Yeah, an ancient that, troll so he's just, from Morgoth's He's just long time. in the tooth. Ew, you see, he's just long slobber. in the tooth. Yeah. <laughs> I so so the the one thing I had to say about this was I do hope this troll talks because all troll all trolls can talk and if he's this old then I would love to have his perspective on this issue uh, I, I want to see what he thinks about this whole Aaron situation. Aaron wants to sit down for some lovely... coffee with the troll <laughs> and discuss some I history. Do. I, I would, really do. I would, would love to know his feelings on something. Yeah, like Tori, this kind of goes above your head, but uh, I would kind of love to have like almost kind of like a smog discussion. Like Galadriel yes. entering like this troll's lair, and the troll's like yes. leaning back on like this old stone chair, like gnawing on a exactly. bone, and it's just like Ew. elf. I would like to. I I would like to have him discussing like the 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 you know she's so she's looking for Morgoth's forces, and he obviously is old enough to know where they all are, and maybe she tries to to make getting information her, and, out of him. Yeah, yeah, like all of that. That could be really cool. It doesn't look like that's gonna happen because he just roars at this guy. But I would I really would like love. to see. Yeah. yeah, again, it would be more Tolkienian as well. It would have more of a thing. The other thing I just wanted to say about this is this guy. Now we are essentially hoping that this guy is Caliborn because. 
as as we've said before, uh, probably Galadriel should be like like maybe four thousand years married at the very least to Celeborn and with an adult daughter at this point. She does not look like she has either of those things. Yeah. But and so we're very I'm very interested to see what they do with Galadriel in terms of like Celeborn and whether Celeborn exists at all and all of that kind of stuff. It is it's it's intriguing to say the least to see what they want to do with it's I have Aaron I and have I a, both profess mm, our interest in having Galadriel uh cuckold Celeborn. <laughs> it would be the funniest fucking thing in the whole world is what it would be. It would be the funniest <laughs> fucking thing in the whole world if if she was married to Celeborn and then cuz she and Halbrand will get to that a bit later but she and Halbrand uh uh, uh, are stuck on a raft together for a while, and like you know, you know when when you see something that is completely non-romantic, but you look at it and you point and you say, "Ah, an executive is going to make that romantic," and, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then it always is correct. Only one raft. It's been yeah, working on me though. It's been working on me though. I can already picture the <laughs> romance novel of them both in like yeah. billowy shirts, trapped on a raft together. And there was only and... I should raft. say, I don't, I don't want this to happen. Because it would be insane, and it, but <laughs> I do. it would be very funny. It would be very funny, <laughs> is the thing. It's so. like, I, I've already had all the canon stuff. I want to yeah. see the wild shit. I want to <laughs> see... <laughs> that is that is true like like i've kind of i've kind of given up on on canon stuff in this show and so whilst there will be canon accuracies that will hurt me this <laughs> one won't i have no skin in this game i don't care about galadriel or Celeborn. so if they if they do this i will be laughing the whole way and i will i will be i will be very smug about it all um, the way to the but... bank <laughs> All the way to the bank, yeah. All right, uh, the troll's chasing this elf guy. He swings the yep. torch. A new legend begins. New, a new fall. legend begins. Yes. Uh, okay. Fuck. Okay. Right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Draw your weapons. We're at, okay. we're at draw forty-two weapons. seconds in for people watching along. Yeah, <laughs> forty-two seconds in. <laughs> um. So. This is, uh, we're assuming it's in Lindon of some kind. Yes. Uh, it's confirmed that it's in Lindon. It's Lindon. By Vanity okay. Fair and such. Uh, we're thinking, like, these uh, elves who are kneeling are, uh, like, Galadriel and her kind of, like, knights, I guess. It yeah. almost kind of, like, gives, like, a King Arthur and his knights kind of vibe of, like, sending them off on a quest to hunt down Morgoth's forces. I believe this is uh Galadriel right here standing up while they all the rest yes. are kneeling cuz i'm assuming she's like their commander um mm. while this is this dark-haired one i <laughs> we are pretty sure is Gil Galad who is kind of like yeah. giving them He's also again the only one dressed in gold. Yeah. And so he's like giving them like their or their marching have orders all those basically. Gold leaves during the other shot that we saw him on the ground. Yes, yeah. and you can see them like splayed mm. out like right here. Yeah. I yeah. I believe he was like standing like right here, like right under where the yeah. L in Legends is. Yes, uh, yes, like he was standing like right there because I think we also saw like a similar basin in. Yeah, we saw the, the shot. Yeah, and and mm. and the and the it's the water for me, like the water that's surrounding mm. it, the 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 the, the dais and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you want to start the fight, Kaz? Why don't you start? <laughs> okay, the fight? well, first Tell me off, why this should be Lindon. <laughs> after doing some else. research, mm -hmm. the Numenorians gifted Gilgalad 
Mal- uh, Malorn seeds. They did not okay. take in Lindon. Wait, say, say that again? They did not take in Lindon. They weren't ah. planted. <laughs> Gilglad instead gave them okay. to Galadriel. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so, obviously, these aren't Malorn trees. These are no, primarily birches. Yeah. And then yes. this big tree might just be like an old tree in itself, just yeah. in like the fall or something. Like, mm-hmm. you look at like Rivendell and the Peter Jackson, and everything's like gold and yeah. red, and it's like in eternal fall. Yeah. Uh,. Uh, Aaron's but... Aaron's big qualm is that <laughs> oh, this is terrible. Where are the stone cities? Where is and I'm like yes. it's his garden. He's having like a little thing in his little garden. It's, it's we don't, obviously not his garden. It, it is, is his garden. He's holding court there. You you can't tell me this. He's holding he can court, hold there. court in multiple places. <laughs> This is like a very what? solemn event. Like it's not like I like yeah, until I see like court. I do until I see a throne. This is just his garden. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Okay. So does that mean that if this is Lindon and this is all it looks like with just trees and there are no it's, big it's, cities, it is not all it looks me. like. I'm just saying. No, but listen to this me. This is a no, portion listen, listen. of it no, that we imagine. see. But imagine, 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 imagine if this is all it looks like. Imagine if it's just this, the whole of Lindon. Will you agree with then, me this is a bad Lindon? Then I will admit that it is a bad Lindon. That's all I needed to hear. That's all <laughs> I needed to hear. <laughs> and will um, you admit if then we see like that this is oh, just yes. the garden, you'll be like, okay, yeah, yeah. my anger was Absolutely. misplaced. Absolutely. Okay. If I If I get to see a big, big castle... That is very elven and cool. I will be like uh, Mayor Culpa. So sorry, right. I, they just didn't show it. No, someone will... tell we, me we, what we have an accord. Someone tell me what Linden is. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For um, those listeners at is... home, not for me because I obviously know what it is. So <laughs> you know what it is. Yes. So you know how Beleriand, where all the stuff takes place in the first stage, and that sinks underneath the waves. Mm-hmm. The last remnants of it that kind of like cling to the Blue Mountains is uh, becomes this last elven kingdom of the Noldor called oh, Lindon. Okay. And that's where Gil Galad lives. Galadriel lives there for a time mm-hmm. before she moves around. Celebrimbor lives there for a time before he goes off and makes his own uh, kingdom in Aregion. Um, okay. And it it is like the last great elven kingdom uh, where uh, like. Uh, there's this whole song in Fellowship of the Ring where they're singing about Gil-Galad, and one of the lines is, Gil-Galad was an elven king of him the harpers sadly sing, the last whose realm was fair and free between the mountains and the sea. Mm. And, um, you know, because uh, you've seen the movies, in Return of the King, they go to that harbor at the end and Frodo sails off. Mm-hmm. That is the Grey Havens, and that is part of the old kingdom of Lindon. Oh wow! And like the Grey Havens are like is like one of like the last kind of inhabited places of Lindon, where it's literally only inhabited really by like Kirdan and some of his shipmakers, who literally yeah. just build ships for elves to then leave on. Yeah, there's not really it's not really even like a living city at that point. Actually, the Grey Havens are kind of like a very eerie thing. Because I always very picture the Grey yeah. Havens as being like this big city that once was very populated, but is now like almost entirely empty except for a few shipwrights who just kind of wander the streets when they're not building ships. Yeah. That just 
and or send deal. off into like elf heaven. Yeah, and then send off their <laughs> yeah. king, their kin yeah. ahead of them, and then Sounds still like staying behind. Job. Anyway, it's a miserable <laughs> job. Kirdan, uh, it's Kirdan's. It's it's just kind of Kirdan's thing. He's like, I don't want to leave my ocean husband quite yet. I'm gonna <laughs> stick around as long as I can. I I think Kirdan actually stays fully. I don't actually think Kirdan ever goes west because he's. He was born, lived. He he was born and lived in. Mid- I thought in Middle he Earth life. or is that no? We know Celeborn leaves on the last ship. Yeah, Celeborn leaves on the last ship. True, but Kirdan might just stay there. He might still be here because he's a. He's. I think he, I'm pretty sure he's fully an Avar. Well, it's not an Avari elf, but he's he's he lived in in Middle Earth his whole life. Yeah, he he, he saw the light in Thingol's eyes, so he's not Avari. Yes, he did. <laughs> no. But so. The, so and and that's what makes this also Lindon because you have this area which is like this high up area, but then in the in the kind of background you have what looks like sea. It's kind of looks like a bay. It looks like a fjord uh, of some kind, almost. It does, like. yeah. And 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 so Lindon was kind of dissected into Harlindon and Forlindon, which was so there's uh, the the Harlindon was in the south and Forlindon. Wait, yeah, something four like is that. north because <laughs> of Forod Wave. Yeah. Forward, yeah, so Harlandon was in the south, Fall, Fallandon was in the north, So, and then they were bisected by this kind of in the Midland Sea. Yeah. Which I think is just Middle Land. Yeah. How middle, creative. Well, land, How Lond creative. is, Lond is, um... Oh, a uh, bay, or like harbor or bay, something. Bay, yeah, so Middle middle Bay, yeah. which is very, yeah, they're, they're very... Middle Land, Middle Bay, and Middle Earth? Wow. Yeah. Yep. Good one, Jimmy. Oh, my God. <laughs> It is. It is like uh, like that one line in like the third Pirates of the Caribbean movie where it's like, for for being such a scurvy lot, we pirates are not really creative when it comes to naming things. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, yeah. we're going to shipwreck town on the in shipwreck, <laughs> shipwreck Bay in the town of shipwreck. <laughs> it's like we are we are piss all at naming things. Uh, but yeah. Listen, they shipwreck a lot there. Uh, and then we get Durin, Prince, Crown Prince Durin. Yeah. Look at that lush beard. There was a lot of arguments about this. There was a lot, there was of, a lot argument. of arguments about this in the in the in the server. And I <laughs> stand had, by my boy. I just noticed the spooky heads in the background. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. The spooky heads in the background. We talked about them kind of almost looking like uh, Greek tragedy masks that you'd like yes. put on. Uh, the only thing I would say against that is that they look too big to put on, but, but in terms we don't of know. Like, the perspective that we're getting, yeah. but we don't know, we've no idea. We don't know the distance I mean, between him and those things. I will, so so I am still, I am still, like, just this look of him here, I still do say that as a prince of Khazadum, you would expect him, because like, 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 whilst yes, it's perfectly reasonable for princes to not go around all the time wearing all their jewelry, I would I would kind of expect there to be a certain level of adornment, just like normal adornment that, that a prince of Khazadum would wear. Um, but then again, he does have this kind of golden gorget, which is a little bit off, but but I can, I can like, like, I can, I can I can accept him I can accept it. I feel. I. I, I, <laughs> I again. I. I kind of go with this idea from like also based on just like the, like one picture we did see of like uh his mm. poster where he's like holding that hammer, and he's wearing yes. that very simple outfit. I feel like, he's trying to be like a people's prince. He. I mean, he's wearing the same outfit. Yeah, he's wearing well. the same this outfit. Is the outfit. This is the same wearing. outfit. Yeah. Where, but like, I imagine him not 
I imagine him kind of trying to kind of like I don't know. I don't know what his story is gonna be. But yeah, with I'm how to see we've, story. we've seen him, I get the feeling like he's trying to distance himself from like the great lineage of Durin and be himself, maybe? Rather than that just be... another I would find that I would find that somewhat frustrating, I would say, if if that was the if that was the cause because it's not like we have had a lot of discussions about Durin and specifically not a lot of discussions about like dwarven religion. Mm-hmm. And this is the this is basically the first like we are literally seeing a what is essentially the reborn dwarven messiah as as far as far as It's like Abraham kind of, being born yeah, again and again. This is a really important figure in dwarven history and if the really important figure in history that we the first time we meet him he's like oh, I don't care about dwarven history or dwarven religion I want to get away from it. That would be kind of I would find that quite frustrating. I would find that quite frustrating. Like like we don't have to immediately go into something to diss on it like it's like the 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 history of the dwarves is very interesting and the religion of the dwarves is particularly interesting and like i would like to have a more nuanced like interesting passionate discussion around it with where dwarves are like yeah no i believe that this is the father of all dwarves and he's uh come here to you know help our people and to guide us and we're going to make great things with him and 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 we treat him like a father to our whole race and that kind of emotional connection that dwarves are supposed to have with their kings where when whilst the kings are kings they're also in a very real personal sense their parents they are a parent to all dwarves mm-hmm. so like like let's let's have that a bit just hold that a bit with a bit more yeah. gentleness i suppose <laughs> just i but um i guess we'll just find yeah, out no, like I, We'll find out, and also, I, I admittedly, since since seeing it yesterday, I have rewatched it a lot more times. And how many times have you after rewatched this, it? <laughs> oh, I could not count. I could not tell you, Tori. I ha- I did not I, enough to enough to write a long, long uh, list of all the scenes and describe them and think about them very deeply. Anyway, the. <laughs> Uh, there's another scene that will come up in a bit, which actually made me like his design more because in that one, like in this one, he's like you're just seeing him in a in a landscape. Looking he's sad. not particularly regal. You can't, yeah, he's sad, and you're not really seeing any of his like princely bearing. <laughs> in the he's... other scene, he's much more. Maybe powerful. he just yeah. woke up from a nap. Like, potent. Yeah, I was about to say it. Well... Like it looks like he's like, Dad, I threw up. <laughs> like... <laughs> Well, I'm pretty sure he's in the same scene that Deesa is singing in, yes. which means that he's sad because he because he's grieving yeah. northern oh. miners essentially. Also, I do um, like here you see just kind of how curled his beard is. Like, yes, he put rollers in his beard yeah. at night. It's great. Quite he luscious. sleeps with them. It's, uh, yes, I love that very much. All right, so we got Sad Durin. We got cute boy Elrond. Okay. I'm, I'm loving my boy. I'm starting to like my he boy even like he's more. Leading, he's about to lead the next great big boy band. Like Harry Styles. Uh, move he over runs the danger of becoming... He runs the gambit of like, there's the danger of him becoming the next Tumblr sexy man. Look at that hair swoop. Oh, oh it's gonna happen. Uh, it's... <laughs> I, How bad he I have be. been braced for this. I have been braced for this for a long time. But... So okay, to uh, so again, the Vanity Fair uh, um, article gave context to this too. So in an, in a bit, we'll see Durin cracking a rock into. Uh, apparently, 
this is a rock-breaking contest, or at least that is what the Vanity Fair, I think, has... Like, this is a little bit more on, on the edge of, like, maybe not being true, because... because the, they're like, the, oh, it's the, a rock-breaking like, contest, and you're like, that sounds yeah. made up. <laughs> yeah, so it, it it could be... Like, they were, they were less certain about in their language of, of describing this, but essentially, in their mind, Elrond, who is, again, trying to rise up in the in the political echelons of elven society has decided that he's going to mend the uh, rekindle the relationship between the western elves and dwarves and so he's come to he's come to uh to Kazadoom to try and do that Durin apparently doesn't like him uh Deesa is much more fond of him uh and together uh, they break some Elrond rocks is like well yeah Elrond is like let's do a break a rock breaking contest to make you like me um and <laughs> There's also some descriptions of like of like uh, atonement or something. He's like, I'm not entirely sure what that's about. I mean, Elrond's history in terms of dwarven, like his great 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 grandfather, one of those was the like like did kill all of the dwarves that tried to take the necklace back. It was a huge thing. It worked, but it's not an issue now. It's like mm. that's thousands of years ago. These these dwarves are very very old. But so yeah, this is Durin. He is he is. That's why he's holding this like dwarven looking thing. It is a it is a dwarven hammer. He's breaking the rocks with it. Um, From this angle it looks like a lightsaber hilt. And he's about to go all Anakin Skywalker. Oh my god. Oh my god, <laughs> it does. does. It's yes. like a it's like a fucking dwarven lightsaber. Yeah, that is what it That's is. how he breaks the rock. He pulls out his lightsaber. From this angle, his his clothes actually look kind of cooler. I, I, I've kind of been somewhat um um I, I'm I'm okay with them now. Like this kind of interesting like feathering to both the Yeah. It's like the, it looks the cloth and almost wood. Yeah, I was about to say it's like wooden pauldrons that have been kind of etched yeah. to almost kind of have like a feathery quality to them. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I so I quite I quite like that. I mean so there has been a lot of debate on okay. In fact, you know what? Let's get into the hair. Just because we have to get into it. We <laughs> the have hair to get drama. Into the hair drama. So, okay, so so a lot of people have a lot of issues with this Elrond. Before we get into the hair drama, one of their issues is the fact that, like, Elrond is renowned for being the neutral one. Like, he doesn't want to be king. He could totally fully be king, of but he doesn't want to people. be. multiple people. Multiple people, and he and he just like he's just happy being the banner bearer and going and living in Rivendell with his safe place, which he doesn't have to worry about. What a mood! So him having like this urge, exactly. So him having this urge to have like to like actively pursue political umph and power by doing this thing with the dwarves is I can understand people struggling with it. I do feel like there is room in that interpretation to say, well, maybe he came to that later through other things. Like, like maybe maybe they're trying to say, well, this is the reason that Elrond comes to eventually just not want to be king of anything. But I would also agree with people who said he already has ample reason to think that. <laughs> so I, I, can I can understand people's frustration. I can understand why the, the showrunners decided to do this. Yeah. Coming to the hair thing. <laughs> Coming to the hair thing. So he's mousy brown, basically. His hair is mousy brown. It's not fully blonde. Um, but the one of the... Uh, like, this is the thing. Tolkien never describes his character's appearances except for their hair colour and their eye colour. It's the only two things mm -hmm. he describes. So an Elrond we know has black hair and grey eyes. That's really all we know. And he's kind of summer, etc, etc. Um... 
so on the and, and also the hair length as well as a whole thing i can understand frustration in the in the idea of a book which describes its characters only in hair color and eye color and leaves everything else up to interpretation and then adapt adaptations decide that that's also something that they like if that's the only thing that they tell you about a character and then that's not on a character i can understand frustration about that about like showrunners deciding that that's not important because again it is the it's one of the only things you know about that character <laughs> so it is it is still an odd decision like i would love to understand i would i would love to sit somebody down and say can you explain the mousy brown Elrond hair to me again one more time <laughs> can you explain it to me like what was the decision that went into that um but also on the other hand uh i i i really i again i do think it's perfectly fine for them for for, for people to have unique adaptations and and interpretations of characters and that's just what's going to happen and etc etc it's perfectly fine the hair length as well is also a big deal. So there is there is genuine canon that says elves like to have long hair. Hair is a big deal in elven culture. There's lots about it in Nature of Middle Earth. There's lots about it in, in Unfinished Tales, I think, and probably some in the Silmarillion as well. So hair length is a big deal in, in elven culture. Um, I, like, uh, 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 so I can, and, and also the other issue is Un other than Gilgalad, the only elven, like male elven character we have seen in this trailer with, uh, with long hair is Gilgalad. Everyone else has had short mm -hmm. hair. All the male characters have short hair, and all the female elves have had long hair. So on, so whilst I, whilst there's been lots of debate, debate on Twitter, is like people can have short hair, elves can have short hair. It's not a thing. Nobody ever said that elves can't have short hair, etc. It, it doesn't. The issue is it doesn't feel like. A, a, a design choice it feels like a weird gender anxious like yeah. nonsense decision is is what it feels like it feels like a, a gender cop-out decision basically like oh no what if they think they're they women been brave briefly. like peter jackson <laughs> yeah their God, elves no. long hair listen i don't <laughs> oh, again that, hmm? this is like this <laughs> listen listen I do. I. I am not advocating for elves to have long elves to have long hair. I am advocating for all elves to have in buzzed haircuts. If they gave Galadriel a buzz cut, I would be very happy. I would you have would, no issue. You with would this spite the so much of the Tolkien fandom. You're yes. like. You're like. I'm mad because not all of them have short hair. How about that? Exactly. Exactly. How Plot about twist. that? Well, then it wouldn't be a weird gender thing. I want them to then be. be I want them thing. to be it weird be dolphin creatures. It, it would be. It would be a weird. It would be. A, it would be a weird design choice that they a bold one that they just went with and they were like, "Fuck you!" All the none of the elves have long hair. They, they all have short hair, even the women. And I would be like, "That's that's ballsy of you." Uh, uh, I hope you don't get assassinated. But I'm. I respect the. <laughs> I respect the spine that you have. I respect the spine that you have, but this way it just, it does just feel very, it just feels very, you know, gender essentialist, conform, conforming appearances, etc, etc, which I, 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 I find somewhat irritating. But again, I admittedly do not have many stakes in this game. I do not care about elven hair lengths. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that is... 
that is all of the stuff we have on Twitter, and we don't have to talk about it again. <laughs> we don't have to talk about Elvin. We've brought it up. We've discussed not, it. We're moving on. We are not. Yeah, we are not talking about the hair. <laughs> not talking about them anymore. Okay. Anymore. Uh ah. Oh. Disa. Oh. Look at her. Heal my heal my soul. Look at her. He, just just balm for my soul. She's so she looks so good. Like she's it, it's absolutely glorious the way she looks. She she really and le- seeing like the this like body type being presented. Yes. Exactly. Like uh, mm-hmm. she's so round. She's so round. Glory. It's wonderful. She's great. I love her. And the way the way her hair is like like I would have liked to her, them to keep a kind of more a more um vertical kind of like like hair style kind of like, like what they did how... in the poster uh yeah. with like she's it's more kind of like but held exactly. up as like yeah. almost like well, a, but, like a halo around I her think, head yeah but also I think Sophia Novoviti I can't I don't know actually how to pronounce her mm. name but she her her actual hair is is I don't know if it's forcey but it's certainly much more curly and tight curled than than this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would have preferred them to just keep that. I don't know why they felt they had to like like but but it's still it's still just it's still so beautifully thick and it does look gorgeous running down her shoulders like that and it does give her this incredibly like it's very luscious um very luscious very princess like you do recognize that she is definitely like royalty which is wonderful mm-hmm. and the, the gold on her fingers and the gold all, the gold. all over here her absolutely gorgeous absolutely I'm very gorgeous. excited for her. Um, i want to meet her yeah i want to meet her so bad i want to know what her voice sounds yes. like i want to hear this song i want to hear this song and learn it and sing it myself <laughs> in my bedroom that is like, very oh, it that that song's gonna be good. I I just feel it right it now. I'll get to add uh, just before I forget, adding in with the with the uh, Vanity Fair thing. Apparently, this so whilst this is, I'm pretty sure we've confirmed that this is a a, a morning song. Mm-hmm. The Vanity Fair um, article said that the this is actually the way the dwarves communicate with the mountain. The dwarves com- sing with the mountain, and then the reverberations that come back tell them. Whether that where they should dig next, oh, where they should continue mining, which that's amazing is if true, incredibly good, amazing if true, wild, great, great if true. Again, yes, we can't necessarily take the Vanity Fair um, article completely by by what it says, that but uh, but if that's very the Tolkien case, then that's... his obsession with music and songs, and it like... does, yeah, it's really good. And the idea that like it's her duty to do it, like she's down here, that this is this is her job, this is part of what being a princess is. Wonderful, superb, mm. excited as all hell. Couldn't Amazing. couldn't couldn't be more Love excited. Mm. All right. Uh... There was okay. one raft. <laughs> <laughs> there was one. What is raft. the point of this? Let's let's move her hair to the side so we could see her pointy ears. Well. Here is my suggestion. So Halbrand, if he comes from Numenor, Numenor at this point is very anti-elf sentiment, or at least we, I think, or growing. That is the it's timeline growing. that they're, yeah, yeah. anti-elf sentiment is growing at least. I think they probably have locked down Numenor against elves. Maybe not yet. We don't know. But anyway, doesn't like elves. So this is Halbrand uh, finding out that Galadriel is an elf, and I assume having a bad reaction to it. Uh, as far as far as I, that's that's my assumption of how this scene is going to go. Um, 
the I don't know how to talk about this. The the sight of somebody t- like the sight of like somebody touching Galadriel's hair is it's almost sa- yeah it's almost sacrosanct like <laughs> it's it's like yeah like, like Feanor is it, not even allowed like there's no. such like this divinity among, like over mm. uh, Galadriel's yes. hair and I, I I will admit I've talked on Twitter about their kind of being this uh almost like uh, romance novel aspect of it where like mm. even the highest elf lord was like denied her hair yet this mere mortal man touches it with yeah. such like callous disregard Ex- i mean exactly like that's like it almost makes me uncomfortable to look at this. Like, <laughs> like, I can't, I can't explain to you, like, like it, because it's, it's a weird mix of like, of like in universe, this is transgressive. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you're doing this, and almost, and also out universe. I can't believe you all have the balls to show this as a <laughs> like, like you film this and you're gonna show it to Tolkien fans. Like you're gonna show some random dude called Halbrand. <laughs> Like, like the Middle Earth equivalent of Brad. <laughs> like, like you're gonna show him touching Galadriel's Thanks, hair Brad. and touching it with such, yeah, with such like, with such like disrespect. Like, it's very. There's a lot of emotions going on about this, but I suppose it's all just kind of mitigated by the fact that she doesn't really feel like Galadriel. She feels like a different character, fiery. She's got a lot of stuff to do. She is not a mother yet, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But she, yeah, yeah, she's not still, like the Lady uh, Galadriel. She's no. Yeah. Oh. But uh, yeah, she's very angry. Yep. Very angry about her hair being touched, which is, she's almost less angry than I imagine her to be. But uh, okay, yes. right. what so, is going on in this uh... scene? Because I was very confused. <laughs> so you've you've heard of the man in the moon. This is the man in the comet. Uh, <laughs> this we we are calling that this is Gandalf from the comet. This is Gandalf. Uh, this is the Hobbit lass finding him in like the wreckage of the comet. Okay. Yeah, this okay. is, this is Eleanor of. finding him in the wreckage of the comet. So he just appears and... in a comet the kids, but still it's... has a loincloth? Apparently. <laughs> which is crazy, I agree with you. <laughs> it's it's mm. the kids finding E.T. Uh, exactly. It is like, this is, yeah. I, God, I, I would love for this to have like almost like an 80s movie vibe of like the kids finding yeah. like the fallen, like, extraterrestrial and they're like oh quickly we gotta dress him up quick you gotta walk on your knees like this and then he's like eat it it's food it's food and like (laughs) yeah yeah it's exactly him like learning what food is is. and i'm like like, yes like gan mm, like gandalf gandalf uh, because okay so my my supposition is this this is not going to be gandalf as in the name the the like the like form that gandalf takes in the third age this will be a different form with a different name that is gandalf but isn't oh taking some lotero inspiration here exactly eh? i'm taking lotero inspiration here yes um despite the fact that lord of the rings online did it much better but because well, they made him but, gay <laughs> yeah well sort of well, anyway we touch that yeah. so 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 like uh, like it's it's difficult because I again I don't like the idea of of Gandalf having to be constantly inserted into Hobbitish history. Like he's like hobbits can have a life of their own. They're not married, and like I I don't have much can like I just don't know why he's here. I suppose <laughs> why is my issue. I don't comet? know why the hobbits are here. 
this is the other thing because it's insane that he's being sent by. Like, it's, it's yeah, just, what, like, how does yeah, this just, fit? Like, Why you can sail was... there? You could manway just, just balling him up and Earth. just yeah, exactly. <laughs> just like shot puts. And that's when all the dinosaurs die. That's, like... that's why there's no dinosaurs in Middle Earth. Exactly. Just like the fucking like cricket oh, throw, just like. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, he like throws it to Tolkas, and Tolkas like just cricket bats him. <laughs> it's so insane. There is like a thing on Twitter that the the people that the like Lord of the Rings on Prime people are trying to make it out like, ooh, is he evil? Is he not evil? And like, obviously, obviously he's, not, he's evil. not evil, and obviously he's Gandalf. Um, <laughs> but you know, they're trying at least. But uh, no, this is this is going to be going to be Gandalf mm. um and I'm just gonna have to deal with it I, I just my my main worry at this point is there are now so many plot threads in this we have Arendir and his lady we have Isildur and all of the stuff that he's doing we have Halbrand and Galadriel who's I assume are going to diverge at various times we have Galadriel's brother who is evil apparently we have the hobbits and their all their stuff they're doing alongside Gandalf we have Elendil and Alfarazon who have to deal with their shit as well and then we have uh the the fucking what is that guy the 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 guy with the dark sword as well like the the broken sword yeah. thing as well like who the hell is he like there is, we haven't heard there is anything so about that guy yet. yeah this yeah, is, sa- is suddenly sounding are... very overwhelming this is a lot to get through and in, in exactly one tv it's show and i don't mm, it's i don't know and the dwarves as well yeah, of course dwarves, like yeah. the whole dwarven thing and elrond's thing with the dwarves and Gilgalad's thing <laughs> with his stuff like it's it's all piling up so and much don't forget gandalf in the comments i don't that's the the final home run hit. Oh, and I just I just think it is now feeling very bloated as a series. It's feeling very bloated is my is my worry because like I've said this before but you could have made a 10 season series about just Numenor's fall and then the last alliance it would have it would have filled the whole thing like you could have done like the politics of it and all of the characters and their motivations you could have done Alfarazon as a slightly less awful person and his relationship with Miriel you could have done Tarpalantir and his whole thing like it is it is already enough and then that is like the side plot the subplot of another like 10 to 12 plots (laughs) of a show that's going to only run for five seasons it's Wait, a, it's only it's, five it's seasons? Concerned. I thought they were trying to go for more. Yeah, apparently that. Well, five seasons was the one that was the, uh, the number that was confirmed. Okay, mm-hmm. so they I don't might. Know if there might, there might, there might be. They more, might do maybe. more. All right. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how they would do more if they have the, like, because like there is a definitive end to this. Like, <laughs> if they get to a point, Numenor is destroyed and the last alliance is over. I don't know how they're going to. Um... But knows? yeah. But yeah, uh, and then we got this just explosion of him, I think, still, like, around there. Uh, we have... Yeah. Rock-breaking contest? Rock-breaking contest. <laughs> rock-breaking contest. And... Rock-breaking God, I just love these dwarves around him with their super long beards. They're having a I, grand I, old time. This... It's, like, right proper. They really are... And these be- this beautiful horn that they have, yeah. which is gorgeous. Yeah. I'm so in love with it. Uh, has big Horn of Gondor vibes as well, uh, which makes me very happy. Um, like, the whole thing is so... And, and admittedly, again, this so this scene where you're seeing, like, Durin, like, move properly, he's now looking much more like a potent, like, a character with strength and, like... And, like, like uh, drive. 
kinetic energy. Yeah, yeah he's got a and yeah, he and I like that very much, and I, I'm very. Okay. And then that's... so just before. Yeah. Just before, like, ju- like there's a there's a cut and like, he, like so Durin breaks the stone and then you get a kind of very brief cut of of what I'm pretty sure is Elrond breaking the stone as well, which is oh. kind of confirming the Vanity Fair's stuff. Mm. And here's Arendir again. Yeah, it's uh, Ishmael Cruz Cordova with an axe. Mm. It looks like. Yeah. Uh, the scene was so, so quick. I didn't know it was him again. So, but so actually, there's a lot to talk about with that one scene. Because again, the Vanity Fair article had a lot to say about Arendir. Arendir is apparently an elf from the Southlands. Now, whether or not, depending on where you live, the Southlands can mean Gondor or or Harrod. Like they can mean either one, depending on where you live in Middle Earth. <laughs> but because it's because Gondor is the South Kingdom, but we're not. We don't. Gondor doesn't exist at the moment, so that's neither here nor there. But in the first thing we saw of him, it did not look like any desertish region because like Harrod is a, is a basically a big desert but this almost does this has um, first it has big orc place vibes mm. there's the kind of there's kind of like a sulfurous color in the background they there is this like very very patchworky hide type shield from the sun that you see that he's trying to reach he's chained so it could be like an orcish like slave pit or something like that in Harrod that he is escaping from um which like like again I'm not into this whole like you have to explain why people are brown in 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 Tolkien you don't they could he could have just been a brown elf but apparently he comes from the south and he is uh uh he's he was keeping the peace there or Hmm. something along those lines there was discussion about that and stuff so yeah um we did have discussion we did have a long time ago we had people talking about elves being enslaved uh and there being scenes of elves being wow. enslaved so mm. also and it's great you know the, it looks the only elf that is black has to be the enslaved one but never mind yeah <laughs> yeah uh, <sighs> it looks like um uh for those who have played uh shadow of mordor it looks like mm. uh uh, Nernin, kind of like the Nern area, because you got like yes, it does the look tents kind of like and like, like the green rock and stuff, and I don't know yeah. something interesting to see. He leaps, uh, and then we have this. Who's this, bro? Up, there are. This is Finrod. Oh, God, I don't <laughs> want it to be Finrod. <laughs> no, sorry. This is it. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. It is. It, this I is Finrod, know uh, that it is. Shut Finrod. up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. God, I I do hate that. Like, okay, this is supposed to be Galadriel's brother Finrod. Oh, yes. I'd rather it was one of her other brothers. Mm, it looks more like Orodreth. It, yeah, it looks like it'd be more like Orodreth. He's got a more Orodreth. He's got vibe. he's got oh. major baby face. Yes, um, <laughs> major baby face. Also, mid battle again. Well. All right. Well, now I'm upset about hair length. <laughs> Because it's a character I give uh. a shit about. <laughs> sorry, Paul. <laughs> I'm like, ah, god damn it. Sorry, Finrod's Paul. supposed to have long, flowing, golden hair. What the fuck? Mm. Instead, you're yes. giving him this little, like... I mean, I guess it's more, like, suited to battle, I guess, if you're gonna have short hair, but fuck. He's also an Elrond's I mean, boy band. I suppose... 
he is also an Owl's boy brand. I suppose there is there is the also the, the the line of thinking that is like, well, Glorfindel literally died because of his long hair. Like, it's not like you can make Glorfindel and then be like, yeah, he was fine. That he just like the 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 Balrog caught the scruff of his boy band haircut. No, he they he grasped onto yeah. the onto the long luscious locks that he apparently did not put under a cap and then and then dragged him to his death. So it there's there's like. Lots of canon stuff surrounding the elves having long hair. Um, so, so again, acknowledge that it's off, but I, I don't care about that that much. But this is a this is a first age battle, which is kind of interesting in its own right. Like they're showing a first age battle. He's got these lines of elven warriors in the background, and you've got a lot. Of, you've got a kind of crush of of uh, orcs i I, i'm gonna say that i think this is the moment where finrod because it's his brother too where finrod's brother is captured and taken away yeah i think that's why he's screaming yeah my 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 theory is that this is a brother that is going to be captured by orcs taken away tortured by sauron and then escapes but obviously is in a an odd in a bad place uh, a bad place Alright, and then, and then Hobbit hand yeah. gripping Gandalf hand. Gandalf's hand, yeah. <laughs> hmm. uh, this is me and this is Tori. Yes. <laughs> and then just guiding Tori into the Lord of the Rings fandom. Uh, my leader. Show me the way. Yeah. And yeah, so that's the trailer. Um... I've I've said everything I feel like I need to say. Again, they gave us actually surprisingly very little, which good on them for keeping an air mm. of mystery around this when we still have fucking half a year before God. we can also watch fuck, it. fuck you guys. <laughs> fuck you guys for making yeah. me have to still have to wait like six fucking months. You know it was intentional so that the fans could still no, do know. this, take it frame by frame, yeah. zoom it in, try and figure out what's up. I, we lose our I guess I'm my my thing is like okay, I I know you all care about the elves, but what about me? <laughs> I want to. What about me? And I want to see. Won't anyone? <laughs> Can you? Won't anyone listen to me? Aaron? <laughs> Won't anyone listen to me? I just want to see Numenor more. Just just a little more. You don't have to show me much. Just a little. Like you get to, everyone gets to fucking see like like Galadriel and Durin. I want to. I just want to see. I just want to see a Sildor. I just want to see a Lendil. That's all I want to. I just want to see an Arya. Just a crumb. There was a br- like cr- a crumb. Please. Now and then you're like, humans. oh, can I just see a Narian? And I'm just gonna be the meme of, there's not gonna be a Narian, you stupid <laughs> slut. <laughs> stupid sluts. Okay, uh... so here's the thing. Uh, one of the people on the server, on my server, actually said that they found a thing which said that a Narian might be a child as yet. And there are children cast. Like, there are children mm. that, that were cast a little while oh. ago. We didn't see that. So You're going to get your head bashed in in the Siege of Baradur. Yes, you are. <laughs> You're going to get hit by a rock. No. No. <laughs> Don't say that. I'm, that's You're never boy. actually going to see your kingdom that's be at peace, are you? Aaron's never going to come back again. <laughs> No, I'm gonna be. You keep digging me out of my mud pit, and then and then I'm and then I'm here. So I might as well come on the podcast to be ridiculed as well. by by Kaz's Right side, he doesn't well. have to watch any of his family die because he's the first fucking one to go. Oh, hey. 
Well, actually, some of Anarian's children do oh, die. Oh shit! Think, do they? Before he, before he dies. Wait, because he has he has one son. I know. Yeah, I, but hmm, he becomes king. Be he has one son. I. Yeah, he becomes. Yeah, yeah, that one son becomes king. I can't remember if he has other sons or not. But um, uh, yeah, no. Well, Anarian does see actually some of his. Ooh. Actually, no. I think, actually, no, because Anarian dies first, so, yeah. Yeah, no, Anarian does not see any of his other family die. He just... Bummer. He just sits there in Oskiliath for many years, like, not a, not a small number of years, and gets just, like, Mordor throwing shit at him constantly, whilst Isildur and Elendil are just off skipping in elven lands, making friends. Tiptoe through the window! <laughs> <laughs> Anarian's like... Can you guys hurry up? I'm, I'm on the edge of my tether here. I'm trying my best. Incredible. Um, uh. I would. I was also. I, I'm. I'm intrigued by the amount of um romance, romantic stuff that's going on in this show. Because so we've got Arendir and Bronwyn. We have. We have. Um. Deesa and. Durin mm-hmm. and uh, 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 the Vanity Fair article confirmed that Deesa is already his okay. wife. Okay, so maybe not this. So, so there's that, and we have um, because Isildur should be married with children mm-hmm. by now, but we're assuming he's going to be in be invested in somebody before the end of the show, considering he has to have at least three sons with him by the time he leaves, unless they're going to get rid of that as well. But yeah. never mind. Um, and then, and then there's Galadriel and Halbrand and whatever the hell's going on over there. <laughs> there's a lot of, like, there's too much, maybe, but it's, it's, it's just, there's just a lot going we on. We shall see. There's a lot happening. We shall see. September 2nd. Um. Here we are. September in February. 2nd. That's, it's such a real, it's such a fake date, <laughs> September 2nd. What a, that that, what a bullshit date. <laughs> Who came up with that? That's a bullshit date. Yeah. Like, six months? That's not real time. That's not a time that I... exists. That's, that's... God. All right. Well, this has been our dissection of the one-minute trailer. We have been recording for about an hour and a half, all based around 60 seconds I'm always of footage. I'm always impressed with the little mm-hmm. things y'all can dig up. I feel like I'm just, just here in class. Are you? You're like... still, you're still very excited. Yes, you, I'm still very excited. Still... Yes, I'm still mm, here. Okay, good. <laughs> I, I have to say, I have to say, I am regrettably excited now. I, uh, the 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 first Vanity Fair um, uh, article kind of bummed me out, and now this trailer has made me excited again. It's a rock and roll. It's a rock. I... They're, they're doing their job correctly then, if they're getting. Getting people with... hyped for it. Mm, and yes. also, like, Tori, you're having an Bastards. effect on Aaron because, like, you're, like, posting, like, you genuine are, interest can... on Twitter. <laughs> like, oh man, I, I'm getting so hyped. Look at this character. Just excitement. Aren't they, aren't they cool? Head empty. I don't and have any qualms to pull my... Aaron, like, is, board. like, grudgingly, like, yeah, yeah, they're, they're cool, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, Tori, you're right. Tori. Tori was like, oh, fighty woman. Oh, my God, it's a woman in good armor. And I was like, oh, my God, yeah, you're right. That is a woman in good armor. God damn it, it's Galadriel. No, no. Aaron, like, the temptation of, like, like, I'll be tempted to, like, try to pitch in and get you a flight to L.A. for the premiere for you to just come watch it with us. If only to be like, this is the first time I'm watching Aaron and it is at the lowest point in their life because they are forced to enjoy something. (laughs) 
that sounds amazing. It's it's all balanced. I love you so it's much, Kaz. You're so nice to me. I like you so much. <laughs> <laughs> We're such good friends. I promise. I'm being such honest. good siblings. Oh <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, God. Uh, all right. Well. Hey uh, listeners, thanks for listening to our shit. Yes, thanks to. Oh man, I haven't said that. We in haven't a said while. it in a while. It's oh, very that true was now. like our thing going for a while. <laughs> yeah. But yes. Uh, special thanks to our guest, Aaron. Aaron, hey. if people would like to hear more about your controversial takes, where can they find you? What drop your drop I, your socials? I am. I am a, a lesbian. I think is it. Lesbian <laughs> I thought you were just pause. Yes. Am I lesbian? lesbian? I'm, I'm lesbian. I think. Am I lesbian? Lesbian. <laughs> lesbian. <laughs> yes. Lesbian. Sorry. Continue. Yes, lesbian. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We 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 had that. We we've I've I've been through that uh, uh, previously. But no, I'm lesbian Boromir at lesbian Boromir on Twitter and uh, lesbians for Boromir on Tumblr and lesbians and Boromir on Tumblr also for my art stuff. <laughs> so I have a brand. Um, it's lesbians and boromir excellent Mm. uh Mm. you can find me primarily on twitter i am at good looking geek uh there uh tori is at at toriello with an underscore i always let you say it because i never remember my twitter (laughs) and you you know the twitter (laughs) and we have a twitter you can find us yes uh and this show you can find us at silly marillions plural and a Patreon uh, on Twitter. Happy Valentine's Day to our patrons only. Shout out Evelyn, yes. Ethan, and Dave. <laughs> I, I'm not there to give you a big old kiss, but just imagine you're getting if one on the If he was. Uh, if I was, you're getting all the love and affection. Um, uh, special <laughs> thanks, of course, to Wool for uh, creating Ooh. the art. Uh for our cover and as well special thanks to uh my friend jack hook jack. uh who i just found out is getting married i got like the save the date thing <laughs> congrats from jack. him like just oh a few God. days ago so <laughs> congrats uh but yes uh thank you to him for composing the uh, music at the beginning and end of our program and uh <laughs> this is gonna be like a PBS, but special thanks to viewers like you. Thank you. Thank There's you for like, listening to our shit. Thank you for listening to our shit. Uh, and yeah, that's until next and with time. That, da 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 da.